Good afternoon and welcome to this week's episode of Rachel Gaffney's Real Ireland, live from uh, Dallas, Texas. Ashley, good afternoon. Lovely to be with you again. Good to be back. Good to be back. I'm glad you're here with me. Um, it's been a bit crazy with us all on lockdown, but I guess being inside a, a studio um, on your own in a box is pretty safe distancing here, right? Yes, it is. <laughs> You're behind the glass and I'm behind glass and everything. So we'll go straight into it for this week. Um, it's lovely. You look at the traffic here behind um, LBJ Freeway in the background, Lyndon B. Johnson Freeway and the Dallas Tollway. Um, and today is May the 27th. The time now is just after one o'clock in the afternoon central time, 7 p.m. in Ireland and England. I say that because our guest today is actually phoning in live from the UK and uh, we're, today's episode is going to be all about the wonderful Glynn Castle in County Limerick in Ireland. Um, and uh, before we do that, I thought one of the things we'd address, you know, every week we said we were going to start talking about um, a favourite find or something that I love from Ireland. So today uh, for we will start off with Rachel's favourite Irish finds. Which camera? Right, well for today I have this wonderful product from Carlo, from a woman who I've had on my show before. Uh, she didn't know I was doing this, so these are not paid or endorsed. This is just something I come across that I love from Ireland. And this is from Joe Brown in County Carlo. This is her lemon balm. Now she has a whole range of stuff, uh, spelt Joe Brown, uh, J-O-B-R-O-W-N-E. This is her product. It's honestly, this is about how much I've got left in this one. So this is my one. And it's a natural facial cleansing balm with organic chamomile oil, um, all handmade in Ireland. Now you can use it um, either as a gorgeous, um, I use it as a balm on my hands or, um, you know, just in general on your body. It smells incredible, that chamomile oil. Uh, but it's actually a cleanser and um, it's wonderful for your face and it comes with uh, this wonderful organic this is a bamboo face cloth have you seen these before ashley i have not so bamboo is um is the best thing to use because it's and bamboo and linen irish linen and bamboo are my two favorite things and the reason you want to use uh, bamboo is because it's antibacterial so you know when you use a washcloth um it, it gathers you know the the bacteria and everything this won't so you can use this again and again obviously you wash it but this is wonderful for cleaning your face and, and then just washing it and it's all natural, it's organic. People who have skin conditions can use this. I believe if you have eczema or anything like that even, you can use this. So um, I only have 10 of these left, so we're gonna do a special deal with the two of these. Um, and for anybody in the US, it'll be $50 for the two, including shipping. So it's uh, $50 and that's today's 
favorite Irish friends. So I hope you enjoy that. But we'll put up the link to Joe Brown's website too, and you can follow her on Instagram. Now, let's get down to business. And today we are going to be chatting with the wonderful Catherine Fitzgerald. And Catherine Fitzgerald um, hails from um, County Limerick in Ireland. She currently resides in the UK with her husband. Some of you may have heard of him. It's, uh, we'll mention him. He's Dominic West, uh, the actor, which you might have known from the TV shows over here, uh, The Wire. And of course, one of my favorites was um, the long time running um, on Showtime, The Affair. He was Noah Solomon. Um, so. Uh, I like to say that uh, Dominic is Catherine's wife, uh, husband, not Catherine is Dominic's husband, her wife. It's the other exactly. way around. Um, <laughs> Catherine is a very special lady. Um, she is, as I said, a landscape designer, and she has studied, um, given her, actually she's dedicated her life to design and landscape um, plants, um, and that she studied at Trinity College Dublin and she also studied at the Royal um, Horticultural Society in England. Um, she has many, many accolades under her belt and we'll talk about those, but we're going to talk about her home and gardens and everything and that is Glen Castle. So we got um, hopefully Catherine with us there from the UK. There she is. Yes. 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 Hello. Hi Catherine. Thanks a million Thanks for joining us. Thank you. It's so great to hear you. Uh, can you tell everybody really briefly, maybe roughly without giving your actual address and zip code, where are you right now? So I am in a little village um, about 10 miles north of Bath, at where I live with my husband and four kids. The four kids. Uh, we grow vegetables, we garden. Oh and I my work God. from here and get to um, the city easily and we go back and forth to Glynn every holidays, every half term and, and my mum is there and my other sisters. So. Oh, brilliant. But I'm sure you're dying to get on a plane to get over to Glynn. So when we all travel again. Yeah. But that's what we want to talk about. We want to talk about Glen. We want to talk about it as your home and combine it with um, what you love, what you do, um, which, yes, I know it's a career, and yes, I know it's your job, but you absolutely live and breathe it. And having met you myself and your mum, so let's tell people uh, really briefly about your background, uh, besides the castle, but your professional background, please. I, I, you, you need to hear what this lady does. Um, well, I definitely got inspired by growing up in the west of Ireland at Glynn with the luxuriant plants you can grow there because we have the Gulf Stream, of course, so you don't get these bad frosts and cold winters. So you have a wonderful array of um, plant options that you can you can you can you can have in the garden. That led on to later in my twenties um, after Trinity, where I studied a lot, did a lot of history of art and, and looked at landscape and buildings in the landscape. I then I, I got started getting obsessed with plants and trees and you know a mum's great friend was Helen Dillon some of you may have visited her garden in Dublin she was a great inspiration and I I felt I had to go and train and so I went to Wisley the Royal Horticultural Society from there I got a job with Arabella Lennox Boyd you may have heard of her she's the most fantastic designer who won Chelsea many times gold medals and now I've gone on my own. I have a lovely partner, Mark Lutchins, and, and we work away in Ireland and England. We have projects and also a big one up, up in the north of Ireland, County Down, where I think Rachel might be organising a, a wonderful trip. But that was, that, it's Hillsborough Castle. 
That's a very special one. Can we tell people over mm. here a little bit, Catherine, about um, Hillsborough Castle? So for those of you watching, um, Catherine mentioned uh, County Down, which is, um, if, you, if you look at the map of Ireland, and I, I should have had this up, that's my bad, but you know, you've got County Antrim and then you've got County Down, which is a county that, in my opinion, um, is overlooked a lot uh, when people are traveling. Um, but it has the most beautiful um, countryside beaches and gardens, and it is the home of Hillsborough Castle, uh, Catherine, will you explain to people the background of who used to uh, reside at Hillsborough Castle, maybe, first? Um, yes, so uh, historically, um, the Hill family, but later it became the, the governor's house in Northern Ireland, and later it was given over to being the, the Secretary of State um, stayed there, and the Queen and the royal family um, stay there when they go to Northern Ireland. So it's a special place. It's had a lot of history. It's had the um, a lot of meetings for the peace process took place there, the Good Friday Agreement. It's had a lot going on, but it had, while it was used by the government, it, the garden was sort of slumbering. It, 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 it had gone to sleep. And our, our brief really was to reimagine it, bring it to life so people could come and enjoy it. Again. Oh my gosh. Well, that's wonderful. Um, Ashley, maybe after this, when this is over, I want to make sure that we have a link to Hillsborough Castle so that people can go and look at it. And especially for people in Ireland who are allowed to travel maybe in their own locale, they can discover what's in their own county or neighboring county and definitely yeah. go visit. Um, for, for us over here, when we get there, we'll get there. But for those that are permitted to travel, you know, uh, check out the gardens at Hillsborough Castle. And I'd say that would be some project to see. Um, so what we're going to do now, first of all, is to sort of lay some context. Uh, I want people to know about Glen Castle in County Limerick. And um, we have a little link. We're going to not going to watch all of this. So Architectural oh, Digest, okay. sorry, <laughs> Architectural Digest um, visited Glen, visited Catherine and Dominic at their home in Glen, and they created this wonderful video. So we're going to go to just a moment. We're going to go to the Architectural Digest site. We are not going to show you all of it. It's 14 minutes. It's a wonderful little film. And you need to watch this afterwards. But can we go and show the beginning? And we'll watch maybe the first minute and a half to two minutes. Here can we go. come away from the North Atlantic gale into Glyn Castle. Welcome. This is Catherine, my wife, whose ancestral home this is. Come on in. So here we are in Glyn Castle, the home of the Fitzgerald family who've been settled here since the 1200s. We're in this fabulous hall with the neoclassical plaster ceiling with all the motifs relevant to Ireland, the Shannon, the Fitzgerald family motto, Shannon Abu, their war cry. Shannon Abu! <laughs> and this is the man who built the house in his flashy military uniform, leaning on his cannon in a dashing way. He married an heiress and they built this and had 10 years of high living, dances, parties, before going bankrupt 10 years later. So in here, this is the sort of party room. Summer light streams in from the setting sun over there, and we've had plenty of nights of uh, merriment in this amazingly lit, beautiful pink drawing room. What's the story of this woman here? She's pretty cool. This is Celinda Blennerhassett. Celinda Blennerhassett. I'm always very taken with her saucy pose and glance. She was the only female member of the of Hellfire the, the Club. the Limerick Hellfire Club, which was only men allowed except for her. So there's a little snippet of that wonderful um, montage or vignette, if you like, on Glen Castle, created by Architectural Digest, 
the link of this will be up later so you can go and watch the, it in its, its entirety. But Catherine, you must have had fun making that with them, did you? We did. I was a bit nervous about the outcome. Yeah, it was, it's superb. It's really, but, really wonderful. But I think what we want to show is definitely, you know, the castle is fantastic. You and I have spoken about this. I think, you know, it's beautiful. It's your home. We'll address some of the beautiful, we'll sh show some lovely photographs and everything. But one of the things I think that's very, very special about Glen is it is truly, people use the word magical sometimes, and I think it can be overused along with the word super. Um, two words that I love to see buried sometimes, but it really is an enchanting and magical place, um, your gardens. And you get a certain feeling when you're there. And I think the only way to describe that, as you said, is to actually, the only way you can feel that is to go and experience it for yourself. Now we're going to show this very short film, which is only about two and a half minutes that you guys created on the gardens with you and your mo lovely mom, Alda Fitzgerald. But I really think people need to watch this. Sit back for two minutes, listen and feel it. This is the north front of the house, the estuary of the River Shannon. The wind and this sort of bleakness, the birds and the, this changing light. This is really the contrast to the soft microclimate hidden behind the garden walls. As we grew up here, we spent all our time out in the garden. I remember going round and just feeling this thrill. I think children are very affected by what lies underneath. What Mary Keane calls the inner eye. It's some sort of connection with place. There was definitely a tradition of the Madame Fitzgeralds, as they were known, starting with my great-grandmother. And when she came here, she would have brought cuttings and seeds from her father, who was very interested in botany and plants. And then my grandmother came, and she carried on in the 30s, and she planted the Persian ironwood and built the arts and crafts scooped wall. And then it was my mother's turn. She brought the place back to life in the 70s, and that's when we all grew up. The kitchen garden, as you see it today, it's laid out exactly as it was years and years ago, but had fallen into disrepair. Your mom decided that we'd restore the garden, so we got in a tractor and we ploughed it all up and sat new potatoes and cucumbers, all the different vegetables, and put it all back. I was never interested in anything that was neat and tidy and beds of roses, not that kind of garden. I was just interested in the sort of huge gunner and what it makes you feel. Even above plants, which I'm really interested in, I'm interested in atmosphere and making people have emotions. This garden, the pleasure grounds, Granny Veronica really reigned supreme. It wasn't until you came along and knew slightly what you were doing more than me. Well, I think you're too modest because you planted tons and really yeah, but we planted it. the wrong things. You had to dig them all up and throw them away. 
The grandchildren love coming here, don't they? Mm, they love it. Like you used to have your clubs. I think they've already taken over their special spots and their dens. It's so precious, the garden. I really just want to keep it going. My youngest, who's nearly four, she's got... I, th I think she might be the one. <laughs> Mom, my mum always says she's very hands-on. That's a good sign. <laughs> about you but that was terribly relaxing that was very zen <laughs> Catherine yes, how do you feel watching that yeah. oh actually I, I haven't seen it for a long time and I it does I started feeling quite very very calm and and you're right I mean I was getting lost in it you know when when you're looking up at the trees and um, the swaying and uh, that movie it really was done very very well because it really did capture on a personal note, how I felt each and every time I've been there in those gardens. And I love how you said that you, you've never been into that neat and orderly, you know, I mean, it's not like it's overgrown and, and chaotic, but at the same time, nature is, is allowed yeah. to take over there. Nature's allowed to be nature, right? Exactly. Yeah, for sure, for and, sure. And it was funny when they came because it was raining. It was very wet and I thought, oh no, gosh, I said, look, shouldn't we put it off till the weather's better? It's a very bad forecast. And the Stella Scott, she said, no, no. And she was dead right because there's something about the, the dripping of the rain and the, the moody skies that I think actually make, makes it. I, I couldn't agree with her more. And I, I see people, you know, as you know, my whole a job or what I like to do is to promote Ireland and um, I will do things in boats when it's raining and I'll go scuba diving when it's raining and it's it's just cold weather you know um, mm. I don't necessarily agree with <laughs> bad weather I mean yes if you are trying to enjoy a picnic or something it's not the best but yeah, know, yeah. Ireland looks so good or gardens or everywhere looks good in different light and in different weathers and it's, the it's light is so varied isn't it absolutely and so um, here's what I think is really exciting so Glen Castle, you're very good. This is your ancestral home. It's been in your family for over 700 years. Is that correct? Yes, yeah. the, the, yes, yeah. it has. And the, oh, the ruin of the old castle is in the village. So this oh, it is, is the modern castle. So. Right, okay, so the ruin is in the village. And um, why, what I'd like people to know about is this wonderful trip that's coming up. So. I've partnered with Indigari in New York, and we've been working on it for quite some time. And it's a trip to Ireland for a week. And during the course of the week, we'll be in Dublin and we'll be in Cork. Um, but during the course, and the website is up here, we'll again be sharing links. But if you are interested in this trip, uh, you can contact Indigari. All their details are there, and they'll send you the full itinerary and details and everything. But as part of this trip, we are going to be spending a lovely weekend at Glen Castle with yourself, Catherine. You and your husband are hosting the, the weekend and you have two very, very special people coming to visit Glen Castle. The first being Shane Connolly. Do we have something there in Shane Connolly, Ashley? Oh, we do, there it is. Catherine, can you see this? We're showing the Shane Connolly, Shane's yeah, website. Can, can. So maybe you could tell us a little bit about what to expect 
for this wonderful weekend. I know, but I'd like people to hear what you have in store for this wonderful weekend. Well, I think it's a sort of um, a melting together of several elements. Obviously, we're going to have these two stellar uh, stars of the, the floristry world. And floristry has always been a big passion of mine. I mean, I could do flowers all day. So when this idea came up, um, Amanda Sawyer of um, Brooklyn Girl, of Irish Girl, sorry, um, she, she came up with the idea. I jumped at it. If we could get these two to come, I thought, you know, this would really be the most fantastic experience. So I think what we're going to be doing is we're going to be dining in the dining room, having drinks and tea, and then in enjoying the atmosphere of this incredibly sort of um, warm and, and wonderfully welcoming house. But at the same time, we're going to be then hearing from Emily and Shane, who are going to do demonstrations. All the, all the flowers and foliage will come from the garden, nothing brought in. And all, they will also be taking the group round to show what to pick and what they might like to use. Then we'll do the demonstrations in the house and then everyone will get a chance to do their own floral, floral um, arrangement um, on the Sunday. So it's, they'll be, I will do a talk on Irish gardens, my passion, and with slides and, and we might have some, some music and details aren't quite, yes. quite nailed down. But, the, the, the pair of them are good friends, and I think they're kind of looking forward to oh, being together and, and barking off each other. Well, I, I was mentioning to you before this call that I had seen Shane Connolly uh, do an Instagram live yesterday, and um, actually, I think we might have a couple of things here. So we've got Shane Connolly and Emily Thompson, and we I suggest you check out their Instagram pages. Um, Emily Thompson is based in New York, and Shane Connolly's in London. And as Catherine mentioned, I mean, these are two, these are two big names. And I, I hate even just saying floristry because, um, what was the word that Shane was saying something the other day? I think they were talking about being surgeons and all this kind of, because they really allow, they, they're kind of your ethos too, aren't they? This natural, the natural elements, mm. is, but instead of forcing flowers into a vase and Shane has this no floral foam thing, which I love. And it, they yeah. both are about sustainability and, you know, this whole thing. So I can only imagine what will come out of this over the weekend. So you've got Emily Thompson and Shane Connolly uh, to check out. And then, of course, Catherine herself has her own Instagram page. It's called uh, Cat of Glynn. And then I, I'd be remiss not to mention, as you mentioned, um, Amanda Sawyer in Limerick, Irish girl in Brooklyn. And she has a great story as well, doesn't she, um, Amanda? Having spent yeah. so many years in New York and working in real estate and coming back to Limerick and setting up this wonderful interior design business. Um, it's called Irish Girl in Brooklyn. And Amanda has been um, instrumental and, as you said, it was the brainchild of hers to put these together. So this is going yeah. to be a very special weekend. And I heard talks of we might even have a masked dinner and weather permitting yeah. maybe a bonfire, you know, and a nod to Samhain, which yeah. is the kind of uh, pagan yeah. festival for Halloween, which I think is wonderful. But um, I want to, uh, to move on there a little bit to, we've showed the Instagram pages and everything. I want to mention, uh, just to uh, verify and sort of solidify the truth in you will have a wonderful time. Last September, now Catherine, I think you might have been away at the time. I don't remember where you were, but your mum was there. So I took a group mm. of ladies over in September of last year. And we visited with uh, my good friend and yours, Imen MacDonald. 
and Amen is the author of the cookbook, which I think we have back there, isn't it? The Farmet cookbook. And it was a wonderful idea. We went and walked around the gardens of Glynn and afterwards everybody came in and sat down for tea. So I want to show people um, maybe some pictures of what that looked like. You can see them there. Uh, can you see those, Catherine? Because you weren't there that day, unfortunately. Yeah, I think Dominic was there. He was, actually. They didn't yeah. know. It was, um, it was wonderful. We, we walked around the gardens, um, and I think there's a little video there you can see of them just, you know, wandering around, and you can see how, how beautiful it was. There they are. They were wandering around. Look at the day. Now, you talk about weather. Look at the skies we had. It was gorgeous. Oh. It's absolutely oh, gorgeous. Oh, look. I'm just looking at those wide open spaces, Catherine. I want to run through those trees. I bet your kids do too. Oh, for, forget it. the kids. Absolutely. I want to run through it. You were preparing for something <laughs> yeah. that weekend. I think there was a, a festival or a performance or something. Um, oh, yes. I think actually Dominic was doing a play. and they, with the, with the, Yes, there was, there was an event. And so we were sitting down and you can see where we had this wonderful food. Um, we were sitting down. Can you see uh, we had gorgeous afternoon tea? We had homemade scones and blackberry jam and the table set. And we we're sitting down. I'll never forget it. And you mentioned Dominic was there and they didn't know. The girls didn't know. And in here we are. There's an extra chair. And the girls said, well, who's that extra chair for? And in he walks. <laughs> and they were like... <laughs> You know, you could tell the look. I think he had a great time. But it was so funny because I could see some of the ladies going, I, I, I feel like I know him or I recognize him. Or... People often go, don't I know you? Don't I yeah. know somewhere? Going... I had that feeling once a year ago. I used to work in London, actually just as an aside. And I was in a store in High Street, Kensington, where I worked. Um, I didn't work at the store, working in Kensington. I went into a store and there was a little foyer area, like a, uh, what do you call it, a vestibule or a you know, the little area before you go into the shop. And I was coming into the store and the lady was coming out and I said, no, you go, you go. And I kept looking at her thinking, why do I feel like I met her before? And it was Princess Diana. And, um, oh my God. yeah, and she was with, you know, but I remember her walking out and going away. It didn't even, I mean, I knew I kind of recognized her and I thought, did I, I was thinking maybe I worked with her or, I mean, it was, it was that moment. I think that's what happens from somebody you see all the time, but don't, you know, you feel like you know them. And probably about 10 minutes later, I realized, oh my goodness, that was Princess Diana. But uh, anyway, I know that yeah. feeling. So um, I want to talk about the, your actual home, Glen Castle. It is the most beautiful place and you can have it for an exclusive hire, which is what we have for this wonderful trip. So we have some lovely imagery of the castle. And again, you can go back to the, that's, that's the view from your staircase, isn't it? Yes, yeah, there's a wonderful Venetian window and you can see straight down the garden. I'd love to know, what is that beautiful tree? It looks like an umbrella. Oh yes, that's my favorite tree. That's, it's called the Persian ironwood tree. So it's actually from Iran and from the from the foothills of the Everett's Mountains. And my grandmother planted it in the 30s, but it sort of developed into the perfect shape to end that vista. Oh, that's how long it's been there. I see. I took that photograph actually from the staircase because it was the tree that caught my eye. And I thought, oh, I need to find out yes. what it was. And I and never it, it did. It colors very early. It goes, starts going red in August quite a lot earlier than other fall, you know, before the fall colors. It colors up first. The only thing that I I have remotely close to that in my house is a Japanese maple. Um, oh yeah, I love them. 
it's lovely with that ready color, oh. but it's not as splendid as yours, but that's that's absolutely gorgeous. Um, and then yeah. we t I took some photographs inside. Mine probably aren't as good as maybe the professional ones that you've probably done over the years, but um, I just want to show the foyer area with the beautiful pink with the flowers on the table. Um, you mentioned lovely flowers. I noticed you have fresh flowers, wild flowers, whatever is in season is everywhere in this place. It's, it's superb. Mm. And that's yeah. where now? That's just inside the front door? Yeah, this is in the hall and um, just past there's a, a pair of columns. Then you come through to, through the columns into here and we sometimes we have dinner in front of the, stir, the fire or sometimes we have tea here and the, the hall is absolutely the most wonderful space for entertaining. Oh, it is. And you have, could you remind me, the staircase, um, what did you call your staircase? Yeah. What, it's, is it a, oh yes, yeah. um, it's, it's called the flying staircase. And, it, that, it, it, it comes up on two sides and then it meets in the middle, bifurcates and goes up the middle. And mostly they do it the other way around. They go up the middle and then they split. So this is a very unusual one, but it's, it's a really beautiful, very, very elegant and graceful craft. The craftsmanship is really, it's, it's, it's a real, a really elegant piece. And we're always trying to figure out who designed the house, but we never could, we never, we never have. Really? And then we've got some pictures there, some of the bedrooms. Can we show some of those there, Ashley? Mm -hmm. um, I took that one, um, this beautiful yellow. I love this yellow. Um, orange yes, and yellow. Yes, it's full of these bright Georgian colours. Is that what they are? Those yeah, colours are... Bright yellows are... and green, yeah. Okay. Um, and and, and so oranges. And then there's the blue, um, I think I can't, I remember that room was at the front. It was beautiful, that little area yes, in the, the bedroom. Yes, the blue, the four poster bed. And those are just, so people can stay there. You have about 15 ensuite rooms there, I think. Yes, 15 ensuite rooms, and they all have lovely views and, and very high up. So you get flooded with the light, either the view of the Shannon at the front or the view of the garden at the back. Now, I have to say that um, I find that Glenn is, and I think I did an Instagram post recently, it is incredibly um, welcoming and homely for a castle. Um, mm. Not that yeah, I yeah, hang yeah. out in tons of castles, but you know, I've been to plenty, but there, each one has its own feel and personality. Yours is very, very welcoming. It's beautiful. I mean, it really is. Um, and I wanted to show something. This is a little, um, little tip, but I have a picture that I took when I was over there. I was sitting in the kitchen with your mom having a cup of coffee. And I looked up and I noticed this, uh, I think it's Belique up in your kitchen. It's a Belique castle. Um, <laughs> do you see it? Yeah. Is that Belique? Oh. I th I'm pretty sure it is. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, but I looked and I said, oh, is that of your castle? And she turned around to me and she said, oh, you know, Rachel, that's funny you should mention that. You know where I got that? And I said, no, I don't. And um, it's from, for anybody watching here in Dallas and Texas, it's from Dallas. It came, I mean, yes, Belique is made in Ireland. But there was a store here in Dallas or a tea rooms that everybody knew called Lady Primrose Tea Rooms. And it was owned and run, owned and run by um, the late Mrs. Hunt, Caroline Rose Hunt here, and uh, Vivian Young, that lovely Vivian Young, who were friends of your mom and dad's. And 
Vivian had given that and Caroline to your mum or your mum purchased it there, one of the other, but that's where it came from, the Lady Primrose. And they sort of reminded them of, you know, Glen Castle. So went back to the kitchens in Glen and, um, you know, I was having tea. I took the photo, your mum told me, and I came back to Dallas and I showed the photo to Vivian Young and she was absolutely thrilled with it, you know, to see that lovely photograph uh, of the of having a private oh, place in the kitchen. Oh, that's a lovely story. So isn't it nice? You know, everything has a story, doesn't it? And that's what I love about people's no, homes. I love people who have homes that reflect themselves as opposed to what it, they think mm -hmm. it should look like, but it's their personal <laughs> experiences and stories. So yeah. I thought it was lovely to share that. I wanted her to see that. Um, I took a photo of the window looking out with the two lamps, and this is looking out, I believe, um, is it the Shannon Estuary? Yes, yes yeah. yeah. So for anybody... So it's very wide, mouth of the Shannon. The mouth of the Shannon there. So it's, a, it's an ideal location right in the north of Limerick. So if you were staying there, you know, you can go golfing and you could head off to Ballybunion or La Hinch. You could take the ferry. Mm -hmm. um, you could go across to Clare. Um, and so it's a great location, but for people who I try and tell them to stop speed dating with Ireland, to, to just slow down. Um, mm -hmm. You don't always have to have an event yeah. or, you know, attractions to tick off. Sometimes just being in an area for a while and getting a feel for, you know, to walk out into the village of Glynn. Um, what's the name of the pub there in Glynn, by the way, Catherine? They do lovely food. Yes, Shaughnessy's Pub. Oh, Shaughnessy's Pub. Okay. And it is the most fantastic is it really fantastic pub it's got oh it's got all the memorabilia it's un, un, unchanged turf fires in the grates wonderful old wooden bar and then now they've, they've there's a lovely courtyard at the back i mean it's a whole you have to they, they have to spend time there if you come to glenn absolutely and that's part of i think our weekend was we we're going to maybe spend some time um, yeah o'shaughnessy's and have a you know you have to go to ireland and have a pint and listen to some irish music for sure at some stage yeah, while you're there music so. and everything yeah so um well and then we have as i said that link for the um for the indigari trip uh, with you guys um, which I hope, please God, will come off travel permitting. And if not, we'll yeah. please God reschedule it for a time that we can. But there are limited yeah, yeah. spaces on this. But I do know that there is great interest in this trip. And sure, why wouldn't they want to go and spend um, and just feel the gardens and just be part of Glen and, um, and check it all out? Well, listen, Catherine, I can't thank you enough for your time uh, for calling in from the UK because I know it's... 25 to 8 in the evening over there and it's probably time for you to start winding down with the four children and everything or, or should i say yeah. five well, <laughs> yeah, exactly. hopefully he hasn't broken well, the strings of really, any guitar thank, thank you for having me I've no really Catherine, it's it. fantastic we're thrilled and we'll share all of this and all the resources and links to glen castle and everything so um thank you very very much and i look forward to seeing you thank soon you. bye Catherine. Great. thanks Rachel. Bye-bye. So, everybody, thank you very much for joining me. And um, until the next time, which will be two weeks from now, I'm planning an episode on the wonderful Glen Gareth, which is located in West Cork. And then uh, two weeks after that, I will be interviewing um, the editor for the, the travel editor of the Irish Independent newspaper called, his name is Paula Cunguila. And he also writes for National Geographic. And we'll be talking about adventure in Ireland and outdoor adventure. So those will be all up on YouTube coming up, those scheduled ones. But until then, everybody, take care and bye, y'all.